Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is episode number 45 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast, How the Wisdom of Bruce Lee Changed Me. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're unfamiliar with what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a personal development website where I write blog articles to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. But if you don't have time to read the blog or you don't enjoy reading in general, then I record them for you right here on the podcast. So let's get into episode number 45, how the wisdom of Bruce Lee changed me. I'd like to share with you a philosophy that I live by, which has helped me in my personal growth immensely. As you know, I love quotes. My entire Instagram page is filled with them and they bring great value to me personally. Quotes can make us think and feel. It doesn't matter if the quote is recent or from 200 years ago. It could still have an impact on us and our lives. When we read a poignant quote, it strikes us in our core. We feel understood. A good quote also has the ability to give us reassurance that whatever we are going through, someone else has lived through it as well. Now, something I didn't anticipate happening, though, was, was reading a quote so profound that it became a part of my foundation for living. This is the quote, and it still influences me today. Quote, research your own experience. Absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, add what is essentially your own. Bruce Lee. Now, Bruce Lee was obviously a legit badass. As a kid, I was in awe of him. He was a real-life superhero to me. His body was lean and chiseled. He was totally ripped. The presence he had was cool and confident. His speed was fast as lightning. (laughs) Cute kung fu fighting. Bruce just had that it factor. And, of course, later on in life, I took martial arts as a result. Tai Chi, Mantis, Kung Fu, and a little bit of Jeet Kune Do. Later on in life, though, I was really drawn, pulled to his philosophies and what made him tick. Quote, Ever since I was a child, I have had this instinctive urge for expansion and growth. To me, the function and duty of a quality human being is the sincere and honest development of one's potential. Bruce Lee. Now, before going forward, this will not be a biographical episode about Bruce. There are plenty of books out there for that, and you should go and read and listen to them, okay? Rather, I would like to focus on how he trained his mind and how you could do the same. And I'm sure it won't be the last time I write or speak about Bruce. I mean, he's, he's one of my heroes. But here's a very brief and quick overview of Bruce for the sake of this article. So Bruce was born in the States originally, and he was raised in Hong Kong. 
And he was a, a fighting philosopher, essentially. Prior to becoming one of the biggest movie stars ever, he graduated with a degree in philosophy from the University of Washington. Now, yes, Bruce Lee trained his body like a madman. But once he matured, he trained his mind even more. Lee apparently had a library of over 2,500 books in his home. Over 2,500 books. And he read all of them. Now, you have to remember, this guy died at the age of 32. So he worked. I mean, he worked. As the legend has it, it was not uncommon for Bruce to be reading a book while in a full split. He was always multitasking, where he would literally be working on his flexibility in his study, in a full split, with a book in one hand. Now, as I grew and did more reading and studying of Bruce as an adult, I was even more impressed than than when I was a kid. Like, how in the hell was he able to do all that he did? How did he accomplish so much? When I was reading his book, Striking Thoughts, in college, I will put a link in the description for it, I came across that quote from earlier, and it struck a chord so deep within me that I wrote it on post-its and put them up all over. I posted the quote on the headboard of my bed, the back of my bedroom door, the sun visor in my car, and I also had one folded and in my wallet so I could see it constantly. Here's the quote one more time before I continue with this episode. Research your own experience, absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, add what is essentially your own. Now, this is how Bruce lived. He studied, learned, absorbed, discarded, and then put his own flavor in the mix. It's also how he was able to accomplish so much in his life when you think about it. So let's start with the first one. Research your own experience. Now, I've talked about this before, and I'm always going to talk about it, but self-awareness is crucial for progress. You must be able to do a live autopsy on yourself to assess where you currently are. It also has to be done honestly and with complete accountability. For example, if you are out of shape, you have to own it, claim it, and admit that you are unfit. It's that simple. That's the first step. Then you must sincerely look at your behaviors and habits and assess what your patterns are. Do you start working out and then quit? Is yo-yo dieting an accurate assessment of your nutritional habits? Are you the type of person who is disciplined or do you need motivation in order to take action? Do you constantly let excuses win? This is the process for personal progress. We must be able to ask these questions in all areas of our lives. And funny enough, it applies to our relationship patterns, spending habits, our careers, and our dreams too. Now, something else to note during this process, you have to remember this. Ask these questions about yourself without any emotional investment. Well, what do I mean by that? Okay, it does not serve you to admit that you quit when things get hard and then feel guilty about it. What good does that do? What you've done and how you've been is in the past. So 
Leave it there. Let it go, Elsa. (laughs) Simply assess your patterns and then make a different choice. Now, Bruce, as an example, was constantly assessing his progress with his martial arts. He would videotape his workouts, and this is back in the late 60s, early 70s, too, where he would videotape his workouts and the workouts of his students, like Steve McQueen and James Coburn, in order to evaluate technique and then alter where necessary. So let's go on to the second part of that quote. Absorb what is useful. You can learn from absolutely everyone, whether they are real or fictional characters. Now, Bruce contributed to my love of movies. So for this section and the next one, I'm going to use fictional characters to illustrate my point. And we must always start with the positives. So I want you to think of Rocky Balboa from the Rocky film franchise. Now, warning, there are spoiler alerts coming. So if you haven't seen the upcoming movies that I'm telling you about, (laughs) go and see them. Culture yourself a little bit, all right? But think of Rocky from the Rocky film franchise. Rocky never quit on what mattered. He never quit on Adrian, his friends, and he never quit on himself. When he fought Apollo Creed in the first film, it wasn't about winning for Rocky. It was about going the distance. He didn't care if he won or lost. He just wanted to see something through to the end. He had the crap beat out of him by Apollo, yet he kept getting up over and over and over again. He kept coming after the champ. It didn't matter how hard Apollo hit him. Rocky got up each time advancing, looming, hunting, and wearing Apollo down. No matter who believed in him or not, he went the distance. Now, that is a quality that should be absorbed. I mean, adopting that never-give-up mentality on the journey to fulfilling your dreams will be hugely beneficial. More on Rocky later. Now, let's take a completely different fictional example. Dr. Hannibal Lecter. If you are unfamiliar with Hannibal Lecter... Go and see Silence of the Lambs and then curse me out afterwards. (laughs) Dr. Hannibal Lecter is beyond brilliant with encyclopedia type of knowledge. He is charming, classy, cultured, worldly, multilingual, artistic, and insanely successful. Now, if you haven't seen the film or have no knowledge of who Hannibal Lecter is then these seem like very attractive qualities to possess. So we choose to absorb the good qualities of this character and incorporate it into ourselves. So we see Rocky Balboa, we absorb the good about Rocky. We see somebody like Hannibal Lecter, and we absorb the good from him, right? This goes into the next section. Reject what is useless. Let's revisit Rocky. Ah, Rocky Balboa. You sweet, sweet man. Rocky has the heart of a lion and his perseverance is beyond admirable. However, he isn't the brightest crayon in the box. He works for a low-level gangster and has constant money issues. Now, this aspect of the character is obviously something to reject. Unless you desire to work for a second-rate loan shark, of course. You know, and if that's the case, by all means, soak it up. Have fun. Please don't do that. Uh, But personally, (laughs) I don't admire those elements in Rocky, so I'm going to reject them. 
I'm not going to be adding them to my bag of tricks. Let's go back to Hannibal. Spoiler alert. Hannibal's nickname, Hannibal Lecter's nickname, besides the Chesapeake Ripper, is actually Hannibal the Cannibal. That's right, friends. Dr. Hannibal Lecter is a cannibal. The brilliant, rich, cultured psychiatrist is a psychopath who has a habit of eating the organs of those that he kills. Once again, obviously, this is a quality we should reject. And if you disagree with me on this, it was a pleasure being your friend and the cops are on their way. So now (laughs) you get a sense of how Bruce Lee's quote works, right? This is exactly what he meant, where we can not only absorb what's useful about us and reject what's useless about us, but then we could do it with other people as well. We could do it from fictional characters like I just explained, and then we could do it with people in real life, where we can look at someone and absorb what's useful and reject what isn't. Let's move on to the next section. Add what is essentially your own. Quote, a goal is not always meant to be reached. It often serves simply as something to aim at. Bruce Lee. Now, as I said earlier, you can learn from absolutely anyone, not only from those that you admire, but also from the toxic negative people in your life. I did a previous episode on this. I will link it in the description. But we have to remember that toxic people are some of the best teachers because they teach you how to never be. We can absorb that, the effect of a toxic person of like, oh, wow, okay, I see that. But then we can reject their treatment of others. We can reject their habits. We can reject their behaviors. Does that make sense? So I challenge you right now to look at your own life and examine those around you, in your vicinity, in your circle. Create the habit of absorbing what is useful about those individuals and then reject the aspects of them that don't appeal to you. So one of my very close friends is brilliant. I am beyond inspired by that, by that quality in them. However, this person is lazy and they drink a lot. That doesn't interest me at all, so I discard that aspect of them. I soak up the brilliance and I'm inspired by that and I add that to my bag of tricks. But the laziness, uh uh-uh, reject it. I don't want that, right? It's important to remember that while the skill of absorbing the qualities of another is fantastic, we cannot lose who we really are in the process either. Nor should we be trying to. The goal is not to become someone else because we don't like ourselves. Rather, it is to improve upon who we already are by learning new skills and, attribute, and attributes and then improving upon the old ones. Does that make sense? Let me say it one more time because I stumbled on the words. <laughs> the goal is not to become someone else because we don't like ourselves. Rather, it is to improve upon who we already are by learning new skills and attributes. There is only one you. That already makes you special because you are one of a kind. Now, why would you try and extinguish something so rare? Think about that. Praise who you are instead. And at the same time, focus on creating a better version of you if you are unsatisfied. I want to take it a little bit further and say, even if you are satisfied with who you are, 
continue to focus on progress, continue to focus on improvement. Enter the dragon. Now we have to remember that Bruce Lee accomplished so much in his short life. He learned so many skills and he went on to make history. But we have to remember that he was always him. He was always Bruce. For example, Bruce greatly admired Muhammad Ali so much as a human and then also as a fighter. He studied him. He studied his movements in the ring. He studied his footwork. He studied his hands, his jabs. He he was obsessed. But Bruce wasn't trying to become Muhammad Ali. He absorbed what was useful about Ali and then funneled it into his already established personality. Does that make sense? Bruce read, worked out, cultivated the best version of who he could be, and that is what made him the dragon. Not trying to be other people. If he had sacrificed who he was to become someone else, especially during a time when racism was extreme, then he wouldn't have gone on to create Jeet Kune Do, write these books, make these movies, and leave a legacy that impacted literally billions of people. Billions with a B. You have to remember that we are all flawed. Our job is not to hate ourselves for those faults. Our job is to improve ourselves and then improve the faults. Do not hate what you are or what you currently are. Both are malleable. You can change those things for the sake of betterment and growth. We keep what we like about us and then we discard those qualities that do not serve or progress us further. And then we improve. That is how we can level up and advance and unleash our own dragon. And that is the takeaway from that quote from Bruce Lee. One final quote from my guy. Quote, Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Willing is not enough. We must do. Bruce Lee. Bruce is still, to this day, one of my, one of my biggest inspirations. I mean... It's still, it's unbelievable. The body of work that he was able to do, what he was able to accomplish in his short time on earth, it has impacted me and countless others so much. And the gratitude that I have for him cannot be measured. I often think to myself sometimes, what would Bruce do? I'm not even kidding. I honestly think that. And I feel the quote that inspired this episode answers that. And I hope his wisdom helps you in the way that it has helped me. So, thank you, Bruce, and a special thanks to his daughter, Shannon Lee, for keeping his legacy going. And if you haven't seen his films, A, what is wrong with you, and B, I will put a link in the description. That's where you can get them. I hope this episode has brought you value today. Please share the content with those that you feel may benefit from it. I'm trying to help as many as I can while I can. Quick recap. Train your mind. Develop self-awareness for your starting point. Absorb 
the useful qualities of others, reject the useless qualities of yourself and other people, add more of you into the mix instead of trying to extinguish who you are, go watch Bruce Lee films and unleash your inner dragon, and keep hustling for happiness, my friends. Peace.